What's up, wrestling fans? Thank you for downloading the Basement Bookers podcast. This is episode 36. Uh, if you don't already know, I am at Rich the Riz, along with my partner, as always, at Basement Jarrow. What's up, buddy? Hey. All right. How's it going? Uh, it depends on if you're a fan of uh, Mr. Lobsterhead or not, because he had a rough week. I am not a fan Me neither, of, of Seamus, who on Monday Night Raw lost to Tyson Kidd by countout. Amazing. And then uh, gave up the United States Championship for the price of free, free, free. Yeah, it was on, on the, uh, the free WWE Network. Yeah, on week. the post-Raw show. Whatever the fuck they want to do. I told you. Did I tell you? You did. You were right. I was like, nah. Like, Let's do a disqualification again. I, I, I ended up thinking to myself that, yeah, uh, once I realized that the network is free. They really, really, really want people to get the network. That that means that the belt's probably going to change hands. Or at least I thought maybe Rusev would win by DQ. Or something. I don't know. I'm sure you have that mentioned in your... Uh, what, what, what did you call it? What were you going to call it from now on? The NRB? Yeah, in the uh, NRB. The NRB. The news... Rumors and bullshit. I'm sure you're gonna mention that that they planned it for originally for Survivor Series. Yeah, I think I have just you know do it there. I actually didn't have that in here. I saw the article. I'm like, eh, but all right, yeah. It makes sort of sense when you think about it. When we talk about Raw, it'll, it'll you know it, it works out a little bit. Yeah. So let's start with the NRB. Um, First, on a sad note, this legendary pro wrestling promoter that I actually never heard of until now. Sorry about that. Bob Geigel used to own Central States Wrestling Office. Uh, he passed away, uh, I think this is, last, this is last Thursday now at this point, at the age of 90. He was in poor health over the past few years, as usually happens when you're 90, unfortunately. Uh, he broke his hip a few months ago, suffering Alzheimer's. Um... But apparently, and this is according to WWE.com, inside the squared circle, Geigel captured multiple championships as part of the NWA. So Now you know what this means, folks. This means that the podcast just goes up from there. It just goes up from there. There you go. It just goes up. Uh, I, I still have uh, another one more down. One more down. This is especially down for you, bro. I'm sorry. Bo Dallas suffered a foot injury, and he will miss six to eight weeks while he recovers. Uh, we haven't heard when the injury happened or what kind of foot injury, but that's that. But either way, I believe that he will come back better than ever. I'm not sad. Six months, that's for a normal person. Weeks. Six weeks, that's for a normal person. <laughs> We're not talking about a normal person. We're talking about Bo Dallas. You're going to see rapid recovery. You're going to see positivity reinforcing his bones. You're going to see... Are those bones or bones? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to say two weeks and uh, Bo Dallas will be back. <laughs> I'm sure this foot injury is minor. He may have tripped over his own excellence. And that can happen to any one of us <laughs> if we're lucky. He's on his victory lap. Exactly. You need to be careful. Lapping too hard. Don't trip on your own excellence, guys. I had a thought the other day. Did you? It happens every now and then, I know. Hallelujah. Right? Yeah. 
So Bo Dallas is supposed to be this inspirational person, right? Like, he is the inspirational Bo Dallas. Kinda, Not supposed to be. He right. is. Kind of like a motivational speaker, if you will. Mm. Do they take the Dallas from Diamond Dallas Page? Maybe. Or it just sounds like an awesome name. Because he that actually kind of sounds like a shady name. He, well, I don't think they took it from him because he had that name before he even had the gimmick. When he came up and was, when he, like, what did he do? Eliminate, uh, he did something Wade to Wade Barrett. Barrett. Yeah, you yeah. eliminated him from the Rumble. Yeah, he was Bo Dallas. Yeah. And that was before that motivational stuff, so. It's coincidence. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. Bo Dallas came up from out of nowhere, eliminated Wade Barrett. Maven, as you mentioned last week, came from out of nowhere and eliminated The Undertaker. He actually wasn't tough enough. It's not nowhere. It's nowhere. <laughs> and if it makes you feel any better, it wasn't The Undertaker. Uh, it was Biker Marquis C. Yeah, he was more, you know, himself. The Underbiker. Mm. He was rolling. So yeah, but it's funny because Bo Dallas is way better than Maven. And Wade Barrett will never be The Undertaker. It's kind of just a little juxtaposition there, if you will. So there's that. Another injury, two more injury notes. One, two, yes. Uh, Cesaro got busted open the hard way against Dean Ambrose on Raw on Monday. That's no big deal. Uh, it took five staples that to the head. That sucks. Knock wood, I've not been stapled. So, I'm happy about that. Not yet. You posted the... Uh, Photo on Instagram, in case anyone wants to see it. I saw it. There's a nice, a nice bump under it, too. I have no idea when it happened. I didn't see it at all. I don't know, man. I, I saw him bleeding at the end of the match. I saw the blood. Um, I'm not sure how it occurred. Mm. Much like yourself. Yeah. It could have been anything. Could have been. The same ballet. No, it is not. Uh, as of right now, Roman Reigns is expected to return to WWE after Christmas, just in time to work the Royal Rumble. Uh, it says here there's a chance that he could be back in time for a TLC, but they don't want to rush his return because if he doesn't fully heal, it could, um... Get worse? It could risk their their plans, and yes, it could get worse, because any kind of abdominal injury, you really got to be careful with. Well, you use your if, core in everything. Yeah. If, I mean, yeah, if you're an athlete. If, if you're just an actor like Dwayne, it's really not so bad. Yeah, but we're not talking about actors. We're talking about an athlete. I know. I'm just saying that should piss me off. Mm. That I, I get, He tore his adductor muscle at Mania last year. And he's like, oh, you can't do this shit anymore. I was fucking pussy. Go fuck act. Dude, do you know how much money The Rock makes? I don't give a shit. The Rock is all about making money, bro. That's what he wants to do, and he's doing a good job at it. I know, Fucking obnoxious. <laughs> anyway. It's all about the paper. As of right now, Reigns is advertised for a non-televised live event. December 20th from Sioux Falls, South Dakota as his first date back. That is six days after the TLC. So I guess that is his tentative return date. I guess it'll be like warming up. Maybe it'll show up at the top of a ramp at the end of a pay-per-view. Could be. That's a Saturday show. It's possible then. Yeah. One of the live events. Okay. Another Roman Reigns note. Uh, he is, right now, taking advantage of his time away from the company. With one of the best acting coaches out there in the industry. Yeah, Howard he's, Fine. Yes, he's helped Chris Jericho. Mm -hmm. uh, he's helped 
uh, Dwayne, as you have mentioned, mm -hmm. and uh, a few other people. Mm. You did more research than I did. Mm -hmm. Very nice, very nice. He was at uh, NXT for a little while, helping them out, something like that. Good for them. Mm -hmm. Speaking of acting, Randy Orton confirmed on the Twitter that he'll be uh, filming WWE Studios' The Condemned 2 on November 11th. What's today? 7th? 7th. It is the 7th. So, Friday. That's Tuesday. Starting Tuesday, which is why he won't be appearing on the upcoming European tour. It's also why they ran the injury angle this past well, week. Well, obviously. You know, I guess they could have done What was the timetable they gave on him being out to uh, film? That I don't have. But they, they start next Tuesday, so probably a month. Wow. You know, the, the little amount of time they actually spend shooting mm -hmm. doesn't fill me with confidence. Mm. Normally a movie takes a little bit longer than that. Especially if he's the main character. You know what I mean? I guess. But they just... I guess because it's a WWE Studios film, mm -hmm. they do the schedule around... The actual main shit. Yeah, makes sense. Like for a major player like Orton, at least. Yeah. Because Miz, I don't remember how long he was out. He was out for a while. No, he was, he was rubbing elbows. Come, Mr. A-lister. Yeah, he had to get his entourage <laughs> together. Find a good stunt double. Agent. And fucking A, he found a great stunt double. Yeah. That's, that's his own thing there. Speaking of filming... John Cena missed Raw because he was filming a role from, for an upcoming episode of the NBC sitcom Parks and Recreation. You like the show? That show's pretty funny. No word yet on when it'll air. I'm sure you'll let us know as soon as you find out. I will. I will keep you all up to date. Make a note. There you go. Regarding The Undertaker working as an advisor, a WWE spokesperson said, quote, the reports are inaccurate. Without commenting further... That's too bad. ...about whether there have been talks with the Undertaker about training talent. So, I don't know what's going on. I don't think anyone does. Just call somebody. Yeah, I got a... Uh, so-and-so on speed dial. I, I, I don't mention their name. We you know, I have to protect them. We don't name drop, it's alright. I mean, because if you reveal your source, and then, you know, information will stop flowing to the source. And That's right. We'll want to drop dime, if you will. We need, we need sources. Uh, <laughs> uh, we need to start trying to pay people with money. Right. Instead of all this... I don't know how they can tell the difference, but somehow... They know Monopoly money is not real money. Monopoly money? Uh, who, was who used to drop money? Was that, was that in TNA? JBL dropped money. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, fucking D'Angelo De Niro, who you knew at, and was, most, um, yeah, you'll get it, you'll get it. He was on um the ECW. Yeah. Oh uh, shit. He was paired with Sylvester Turkai. Yeah. Fuck it. I don't know. <laughs> Elijah name. Burke. That's right. He went to TNA. He became this character, D'Angelo De Niro, kind of a pimp. He would drop money out of the sky and it had his face on it. You should get money with your face on it. Could do that. Yeah. Taz called him dinero bucks because he's... That's smart. <laughs> anyway. Did they write that for him? 
<laughs> Why can't they just be dinero? Because that's Spanish for money. I know. And it was spelled the Spanish way, too. Not like Robert De Niro. It was spelled like money. Spanish money. Yeah, fucking Taz, man. Fucking Red Hook. Alrighty. So, a little amusing story here. McFoley revealed on Facebook this week that he had to turn down an offer to play Santa Claus in a hit Fox show, New Girl. And I'm quoting him here. He says, I got the inquiry from my agent. I wasn't definitely in, but really I think I would have gotten the role. And I was absolutely thrilled until I saw that the role called for me to be a rather sleazy St. Nick, throwing some sexual innuendos at the lovely Ms. Deschanel. And unfortunately, I just can't do that as Santa. I think it's funny that he would do that as himself, but not as Santa. Because Santa is a very fictional character. As far as you know. Okay. Assuming the Saint Nicholas that he's based on existed, Santa Claus is still a fictional character. Is he? Yes, he is. Is he? Yes. I don't know, man. I think you're just a non-believer. And I think this year on Christmas, you just might be visited. Leave your door unlocked. Because I'm going to sneak into your house just as Santa. (laughs) (laughs) Creepy bastard. (laughs) What would you do? You sleeping? All of a sudden, I'm standing there dressed like Santa, the foot of your bed, red sack over my shoulder. Let's go. I'd nudge the wife, and she'd kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm Santa. I mean, if I was Santa... What's in the sack? Okay, I'm just saying, you've never not seen me with Batman. Who's cool? I think, Come on. I think we're stretching out the truth here. Santa's magic. Batman's just a man. A really cool dude with a shitload of money and an awesome car. I don't know if he's so much cool as he is out of his fucking mind. And the best man cave ever. Even the Adam West version. You want to slide down poles? Nah, fuck the sliding down poles. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do heights. But, you know, just the, the cave, the back cave itself. That is sweet man cave. He has all those mainframe computers. It's like one big mainframe computer. With like eight monitors on it or something, nah, and a gigantic console. No, nah, there was one div- uh, specifically devoted well, are you, are to playing audio Are you talking about tapes. the movie or the TV show? No, nah, TV show. The Adam West TV show. Oh, sixty-six. Is that what year it was? Yeah. <sighs> Neither of us were, were alive back then. I thought I was. For some reason, it didn't register to me that they were reruns. I thought that that was modern. <laughs> Uh, what the f- no one told me in years you know off, off the Batman topic I realized something the other day between me and you we've been watching wrestling over 50 years Jesus Christ <laughs> <sighs> I can't do this <laughs> I don't like that I don't like knowing numbers I know I, I know you want you want nothing to do with numbers I don't I think they should be over there and I'm over here. It's numbers, I don't mind what numbers do with each other. They don't lie. Just don't come near me. I don't want numbers in my life. They don't lie. All they all they do is tell the truth. Yeah. Well, and that's sometimes annoying. What does that say about me, man? Let's get the truth, brother. This is for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So, bring it back. Alright, so... I'm putting this in the rumor column because I didn't hear this. Regarding Chael Sonnen's recent claim that WWE offered him $5 million to join the company, which I never heard that claim. I think Chael's just talking shit at this point. 
Dude, Chael is the... Alright, well, let me finish this first. Sources within WWE say that the story is completely made up. Obviously. They're not going to throw $5 million at... Well, first of all, I've never seen anyone outside WWE, or I'll say any wrestling promotion, cut a promo the way Chael Sonnen does. He is, I think he is born to be a sports entertainer. Why is he going around making up stories, allegedly? He's hyping himself. He wants to be, he wants to get into WWE. It's not helping him by lying. It's getting publicity. I see. And that's his goal. That's what he does. He is, that's what he is fantastic at. I don't know if it's a good fit for him. Because, yes, he has to entertain... I understand what you're saying. It's one thing to talk the talk, but you have to walk the walk. I'm sure he'll The guy fights. I know he was a fighter, but how often does a, do they fight And compared to WWE and their schedule? I hear you. Um, you know, you're taking a real-life beating in that cage, and that's enough. But, it's over in one night. On the other hand... Obviously they put him through NXT, if anything. On the other hand, you're a fighter, you gotta go to camp. Yeah. You're always training. So the training, probably just as tough as a fight. You know what I mean? Because you gotta spar, you gotta roll. Mm-hmm. You know. And the, the theory was, the best trainers say that you train harder than you fight. Because that way, the fight is... You've been through all the training. Oh, great. I, I can't wait to fight. It's fucking easy compared to the training. I just don't know if, as a legit fighter, you can go from actually fighting to WWE style. Well, if you if you uh, watch Brock's matches, his style drastically changed... Um, from when he uh, left the company to go to football and then UFC, and then when he came back. When he came back, he was using much more of the UFC style. Yeah, but he started there at least. He absolutely did. So he knew what he was getting into, and he actually left because of the schedule. But he came back as a much bigger name with the power to say, I'm not signing that until you tell me I'm only working like 14 times a year. And they fucking gave it to him and gave him a fucking six, seven figure contract. Swift an obscene amount of money. Yes, it is. Uh, ooh, I have news on I that. I guess you get what you pay for, or do you? Or do you? Alright, so speaking of Brock Lesnar, uh, the situation with him and WWE continues to become an interesting story as his contract gets closer to winding down. There's a lot of talk right now that Lesnar's price tag might not be, uh, might not justify uh, him for shows. The, the way this person wrote this is a little fucked up. Basically, Stop drinking off the job. All right. What they're saying is that the money that he's bringing in the, for the few shows that he's working and the uh, buys that he's getting isn't necessarily worth what they're giving him. Uh, it says here. The Battleground event um, 
that he wasn't on did actually actually did better than the Night Champion show that he was on. So they're actually getting less buys when he when he's on. So it's like what? coincidence. It probably is because let me see, July, September. Yeah, Battleground was in July. That did thirty one thousand buys, pay per view buys. Uh, Night Champions was September. That did thirty thousand buys. Now I could easily argue that it's only a difference of a thousand. Those thousand people probably either got the network, or went to a friends' house had the network, or whatever. That was, that's a variable. Exactly. That could be X. Yeah, they like they can't say how many people watch the pay per view on the network. I think whoever this is this report is grasping at straws right now. Could be, but. It says here, the key factor with Lesnar is his price tag. The original plan, which could still be in the works, is for him to finally lose at Mania to Roman Reigns, making Reigns the new face of the company. Part of the issue with that is the concern that it won't be as meaningful if everyone knows it's Lesnar's last match. Which makes sense. Of course it does. I mean, you remember the We Quit match. We yeah. were there for it. Brock versus fucking Goldberg. Goldberg. With Stoke, Steve Austin, a special guest referee. And they all left after that. There was an expectation at one point that WWE would sign him to a new deal and possibly give him a face run. While that could still happen, it really seems to boil down to whether or not they think he's financially worth it. As far as his last match, the plan for him, the plan was for him to beat Cena in January so that the win by Reigns at Mania would look even more impressive. But if they decide they can't re-sign him, then the plans for the Lesnar Cena match could be changed. The alternative, as things stand right now, would appear. That Cena will beat Lesnar, setting up Cena vs. Reigns at Mania, which Reigns would win. They could also put the title on Seth Rollins. I don't see that happening. And have Reigns beat him at Mania. Yeah, but the feeling is that Reigns, it wouldn't be as powerful as him beating Reigns. I still don't see Rollins getting the belt. Rollins is a great heel, uh, especially after the events on Raw. I'm not behind him. He's a bad guy in the sense that he's just a weaselly guy with all this muscle behind him. Yeah, he shows the heel tendencies. Yeah, but I just, he's not intimidating. He doesn't look like he could stay champion by himself. Kind of, that. well, that, that's part of the heel thing. I know that, but, but he's just, I don't know, he's too small. I mean, I know, we, I, I know he can go in the ring. Yeah. He's great. I think for just uh, as a for instance, and the way he talks, it's uh, just <laughs> he just I don't know I don't he's just damn. not tough. Like for for instance, if Brock were to cheat to win, instant heat. Like he would be the most vilified person in ever. Rollins cheating to win. Yeah, I can see that. Doesn't equate. He needs to. He needs to do some fucking really evil shit. Plus, Reigns is physically superior to him. For WrestleMania, I would prefer a heavyweight fight. There you go, talking about size again. As of this past Wednesday, Kurt Angle had yet to sign a new deal with TNA. Uh, as has been noted recently, the belief is that Angle's talks with WWE are done. With many assuming that he'll reach a deal with TNA and likely end his career there. Good. Uh, he reportedly wants to sign a part-time deal there, primarily so he can focus on outside projects. And it seems 
he wants the deal to be for about 12 or 18 months. Oh, I think he's a, no, he's a, he's a talker now. He's Why are you watching TNA? Why do you do this to yourself? So I can appreciate Raw. I guess I can see that. But why not just watch the older episodes of Raw? If you have steak every day, <laughs> eh, you have steak every day. Steak is awesome, right? Yes. But you have just steak. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, steak. Dessert, steak. Do you know who you're talking to? I'm saying every day. Like you Do you know who you're talking to? Yeah, right. All right fuck that. <laughs> if I could afford it, I'll eat steak every day, all day, lunch, breakfast, what? Dessert. What? I said for dessert. What? I said for dessert. What? Steak. <laughs> no sides. There's no sides of it. It's just steak. All sides do is take up the space that I could be using to put steak in. You know when you eat steak, you're eating muscle, right? I fucking love steak. It's good. It's fucking good. Ugh. I want steak now. Alright. And I just had it yesterday. <laughs> Where's that pizza? It's gone. Alright. Former goon and current WWE executive Jerry Briscoe has recently been attempting to recruit athletes who would normally pursue a career in MMA with the idea that they can have a longer career and make better money if they choose pro wrestling instead. Yeah, less of a chance of being concussed. Yeah, exactly. He's also been telling these athletes, most of whom are amateur wrestlers with a lot of potential, that they can follow the same path as Brock Lesnar by using the success they achieve in the world of pro wrestling to transition into an instantly successful and lucrative MMA career. Hmm. That is fucking low. Yeah, you know what, though? At the same time, you can use the time that you're investing to tour 364 days a year to, I don't know, learn real wrestling... Learn real judo, taekwondo, the actual skills required yeah. to be successful in mixed martial arts. You could do that. That sounds like a good idea. You do that instead. Sounds like a better use of your time. For sure do that. I'd say so. He's also been looking at uh, some hockey players from Canada who are considered brawlers with a similar approach. We need a new goon. Fucking goon. <laughs> We're probably the only people that remember that. Me, you, and Lou. That's it. I think the goon was Lou's favorite wrestler for a while. It's a good gimmick. If he could wrestle. Your girl Renee Young is getting a lot of flack online for a Halloween costume. Oh, I heard about this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Just because she happens to dress like an undead Native American, that's racist. Come on, America. What year is this? It's 2014. Can we get the sand out of our badges and just have a good sense of humor? Because you know what? It happened. It happened. There's nothing we can do about it. I think it's just putting two costumes together. It's a costume. It's Halloween. So what? Yeah, like, I was Jesus this year. I was planning on recycling the costume next year and being zombie Jesus. Zombie fucking face paint and shit and tears and everything. No one's gonna fault you. Maybe you win another costume contest. Yeah. That'd be good shit. Maybe you can start your own little streak. Nice. Different versions of Jesus every year. I'm always winning the costume contest. Do black Jesus. Oh my god. <laughs> I dare you to do black Jesus. <laughs> Not next year because I, I already got that lined up. Two years. <laughs> okay. Two years. 
Hopefully I'll be jacked enough to protect you. <laughs> so you coming out that night? Hopefully. I'm, uh, maybe. Alright. Uh, SmackDown is officially moving to Thursdays at 8pm on Sci-Fi. Starting Thank January God. 15th. Thank God. Um, with the announcement that SmackDown is moving to Thursdays, NXT will be moving as well. As a result of uh, this change on SmackDown, sound that NXT is moving to Wednesday nights on the WWE Network. The official date for the NXT move has yet to be announced, but it's believed to be the same week as the SmackDown move. This is great news. Wait. Due to SmackDown changing nights in the U.S. from Friday to Thursday, there's a schedule change in Canada as well. Because the station of SmackDown airs on Canada runs hockey games on Thursdays, which we talked about a few weeks ago, in Smack... in... Fuck. In SmackDown? In SmackDown. In Canada, SmackDown is going to air on Wednesdays. Huh. So SmackDown is going to be the first country in the world to see SmackDown every week. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> wow. Right? I can't believe it. SmackDown, the first country to watch SmackDown. Did I, did I do that again? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, Dick. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh. So what this means is Canada is going to be the first country to see SmackDown every week. <laughs> oh, that's why this is the only wrestling <laughs> podcast rated R for realists. Uh, I'm real tired. <laughs> well, Thank you, this. Buddy. What this really means is we can almost consistently post the podcast in a timely manner. Mm-hmm. Because we're not, you know, because we, ha- we watch SmackDown Friday and then we record right after. Yeah. So it'll save us at least two and a half hours. I'll remember less. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, that's right. Take notes. <laughs> Do something. SmackDown's a country now. <laughs> wow, The Rock must be proud. <laughs> uh, the people's country. Know your old boulevard is down there. Yeah, so it's up in Ottawa. Yeah. Jabroni Drive. Heartbreak Hotel. What is it? Heartbreak Hotel? SmackDown Hotel. SmackDown Hotel. Yeah. <laughs> there has to be a SmackDown Hotel in the country of SmackDown somewhere. I guess. At least four. Probably in the capital. Capital. What is, what is the capital of SmackDown, Rich? Uh, Paul Heyman. Alright. <laughs> Best GM in SmackDown history. My, yeah. Yo, could you imagine, like, 200 years from now, that SmackDown is a country and the capital is Paul Heyman? Fucking, I'm flashing back to Fight Club, Planet Starbucks and shit. Yeah. Oh. So also SmackDown is going to go head-to-head with NXT on Wednesday nights. In Canada. Eh? Yes. Mm. Alright. NXT wins so what? Yeah. Watch NXT anytime. That's true. That's true. For only free this month for new subscribers. Nine ninety nine for the rest of not the UK. Speaking of people in the UK not seeing NXT, a lot of fans uh, in the UK were upset on Monday when the network did not premiere in the UK as advertised. Anarchy the UK. There you go. Uh, the network's uh, network Twitter account sent out 
a message 20 minutes before the network was supposed to go live. 20 fucking minutes. Stating the launch of WWE Network in the UK has been delayed until further notice. What? Yeah, they haven't elaborated yet on why the network was delayed. Um, I think Vince apologized. He did. Two related notes. When asked directly if the WWE Network will be a satellite channel and not available online as an over-the-top online network as is in the U.S., the Sky Sports representative said, yes, that is correct. So it's going to be a satellite channel? Satellite, yeah. WWE has yet to comment on the situation. Due to the fact that the network launch was delayed, and because WWE TV takes place in the UK this coming week, it's big shit, there's said to be some concern within the company as to how the crowd will react. Raw and SmackDown will be taped in Liverpool next week, and with the network issues, unless they're fixed by then, WWE executives have been uh, talking about the possibility of the crowd reacting negatively in a major way. I read that as fucking rioting. Yeah, because... That means you can't show the WWE Network that week. Because you're just asking for it. Soon as Hulk Hogan starts talking, what? they're going to start throwing shit. They might do that anyway. Yeah, they get... Dude, they're really into their sports events. As noted earlier, the shows will also lack star power. Because the number of talents will be busy with non-televised events as part of the European tour. While TV shit's being taped. Oh, man. So, so I, I'm guessing Cena's not going to be there. Uh, I think Cena, I think Cena's not. I think Ambrose is not. I think Bray Wyatt is not. This means they're going to have to have Wade Barrett show up. Something. Yeah. William Regal. Maybe. They got to bring him over. So Paige is definitely going to have a long match. Sheamus is big out there too, right? Isn't he? Yeah, bigger in Ireland. But yeah, he wrestled in England too. They say UK. I keep thinking England, but it's Ireland, too. Alrighty, so... WrestleMania 31 takes over the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, March 29th. It says here... You can get in on the action with WrestleMania tickets available Saturday, November 15th at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific. So, WrestleMania tickets are going on sale really soon. Get those tickets. Tickets range from $35 to $2,000. Good Great googly moogly. $2,000 tickets for uh, for the first... I don't know if that's in here, but I remember reading it. I actually remember. You get the chair. You take the chair home. Yeah, it's the first eight rows. And you have to take the chair. Uh, it's VIP. is a separate entrance for you. It better be. <laughs> Two grand? It better be refilling my beer. I want to shake... If I drank. I want to shake Hogan's hand on my way to the fucking seat for two grand. Hogan better bring me to my seat. He should be the usher. Bob Backlund's gonna be the usher. <laughs> uh uh, no oh, thanks, man. That guy's a nut. Yeah! A cross face <gasps> chicken wing? Gotta tap out? You can't switch seats! I don't wanna tap. That's Mr. Backlund to you. Mr. Backlund's gotta eat. Well, Bob Backlund, he's fucking great. Yeah, he's awesome. Alright, so yeah, they're calling that the Gold Circle VIP package. That's the two grand. Includes seating in the first eight rows, ringside, in the chair, and blah blah blah. In a related note, there is speculation going around that Vince's return this past Monday on Raw could indicate that they're going forward with a WrestleMania storyline they had planned for last year. You remember this, right? Yeah, when they wanted uh, Vince to have The Rock uh, help him challenge for ownership from Triple H and Stephanie. 
Yes, that's exactly it. The plan was for Austin to represent McMahon and Triple H to represent the Authority, then competing at, the, at WrestleMania to determine who controls the company. With recent rumors that Triple H versus Rock is a possibility for 31. I'd love that. That's the only reason I'd want The Rock to wrestle. There's, if he wrestled H. There's talk that the storyline be brought back with Rock representing McMahon and... Oh shit, Triple H is going to represent the Authority? Oh, that's... I would have bet they had Stephanie represent the Authority instead, oh. but alright. Oh. And of course the winner of the match gets blah blah blah. Global Force Wrestling News, they are going to, and this we, we kind of knew this already, but they made the official announcement. The New Japan? Yeah, that they're uh, co-promoting the New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom 9 on pay-per-view in North America, January something or other, I didn't write that down. But That's anyway. fine, we forgive you. It's January 4th. Alright, something we talked about last week, according to one WWE source, Cesaro is not being punished for his comments regarding... Not wanting to see another fucking Cena Orton match. Uh, in fact, it was taken out of context. Yeah, that's basically what it's saying. It's saying he didn't get any heat for it. So I guess what they're doing is they're just having him lose and lose and lose and lose. So then they'll either build him back up or he'll turn into Godell's. You got. You know what? Sometimes you got to do the job. It's wrestling. He's definitely doing the job. Cream rises to the top. Yeah, Cesaro's awesome. Okay. Doesn't matter as long as he's not looked at as fragile. Yeah, which he's not. not. Not right now, at least. We we didn't think that about Dolph a year and a half ago, and now look. I can't tell you what I thought, honestly. I have a really bad memory. <laughs> In the rumor column here, there is said to be a strong feeling within TNA that Impact will remain on Spike TV. If true, this would likely result in TNA having to settle for the lower pay that Spike TV offered them. Come uh, on with the TNA. I know. Wake up, bro. Got any Red Bull left? You, you mentioned TNA. It just takes my life away from me. <laughs> Total non-stop. <laughs> Sounds good. So, Del Rio and Original Sin Cara news here. In the exclusive interview with WrestleTalk TV, Del Rio spoke about what happened on camera for the first time. He confirmed online reports that there was an altercation with a WWE employee believed to be the recently released social media manager, Cody Douchebag Barbieri. I'm a little... I'm pretty sure it's him. So It is him. Douchebag. Douchebag. According to Del Rio, he was sent home and received a call from top-ranking official. Del Rio was told he'd be suspended for three weeks without pay, and after that, everything would go back to normal. However, the employee, believed to be Barbieri, Threatened to sue WWE, which resulted in, Do- in Del Rio getting fired. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. He's, he's better for it. Another... Uh, listen, man. One door closes, another one opens. He's, he's going to be big in his new little place where he is now. <laughs> big fish, small pond. So what? As long as he's happy, right? I'm sure he is. Probably making good money, too, and working less dates. That's that's the that's the that's the that's the rub. Uh, as I mentioned, the original Sin Cara, now known as Mistezes, we had an issue with this a couple weeks ago. I was saying his fucking name. I don't know what the fuck it is. We'll call him Sin Cara. He spoke to Mediotempo.com, Mediotempo.com. Is, is this about racism? Yeah. He revealed he was also subject to a lot of racism from behind the scenes. He said the Gringos in WWE could be, quote, very racist with the, quote, bosses even making racial remarks around him. 
Uh, he says that he doesn't cite racism as the reason he didn't succeed there, but feels it created a bad environment for minorities. That's we don't know. what racism does. Yeah, most times racism does that. Racism bad. Yeah. In the year 2014, somehow, though, you know, it gets through. <laughs> it, it's only, if you think about it, it's only been, what, like 50 or 60 years since since we technically got real equality here in the U.S.? What, how long ago did we stop thinking it was okay to own a person? Not that long ago, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, we, like, the, the laws are in place. The so the um, the intent is there, but you know it's uh, some parts of the country <coughs> south are are still. We love our neighbors to the south. We do love our neighbors. To the well, south. listen, it's not about geography. Racism is everywhere. You know, you got idiots everywhere. It's more prominent in places where you have um, a large. A vast majority of all the same demographic. And, like, you got, like, one new neighbor moving in, and everyone starts looking funny, and... Here's what we need to realize. Every group of people has assholes. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. They all do. Everyone. That's what unites us. We all have assholes. We all have assholes. We all have assholes. If we could just... Just think about that for a second. We all shit. We're all dirty fucks. Okay? It happens. We eat, we fucking fuck, and we shit, and that's it. Alright? That's what we do. That's it. That's what we do. <laughs> We're all assholes. I hate that fucking Mark Henry line. I keep quoting You want that shirt, man? Stupid. No. Big Show got one for free this week. He did? He tossed in the shirt, I didn't see. Yeah, he did. After oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. And this is it for the news, rumors, and bullshit. I'm, I'm probably going to categorize this as bullshit. But your girl, former diva Maxine, says Oksana was given a gimmick that she wrote and pitched. Did you read this? You didn't hear the story? No. Okay. Who's Maxine? She was in NXT. She was in WWE for a while. She was the... um. The GM of NXT for a while, right before JBL. Oh, okay. I know the name. It's right. just that you say my girl Maxine. It's almost like I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I know. I had to be so reminded. But no, <laughs> if, you, if you saw a picture, you'd remember her. Okay, it's one of those things. Yeah, she she ended up wearing like the office type attire, the short skirt. And oh, okay. Right. I, I know who she is now. Like All right, so I am quoting her now. This is her story here. Uh. Oh, she she had pitched the storyline about going Teddy Long, trying to seduce him, and then try, and then through that taking over SmackDown. Right, that's the the um, gimmick and angle that she's referring to. So now I'm quoting: When I pitched that storyline to the writers and the boss man, I had to cut a promo, had to have a match, and pitch the storyline. Within 24 hours, the very next day, I walk into FCW, Florida Championship Wrestling. And I'm sat down, and I'm told that I have to change my hair and my entire look. And I asked why, and they said it was too similar to Oksana. Well, you gotta remember, the day before that, she was bleach blonde, playing the Oksana, kind of ditzy, hosting the Oksana show. So within 24 hours, she had jet black hair, was wearing a black cat suit, and that following week was getting sent up to SmackDown to seduce Teddy Long. 
So call it what you must, but it's definitely very, very, very extremely similar to what I wrote and what I pitched. And then after that, I was asked to actually help her with her promos. So it was a pretty good shot and slap in my face. A lot of backstabbing. That's the business, man. If you're a female in this business, you need to do what it takes. And you know what? Sorry to say it. She, she didn't do what it took. Guess not. My guess is they saw something in Oksana that they didn't see in Maxine, and they wanted to push Oksana. Maybe they thought she was better on the mic or something. Or maybe Oksana knew which knobs to, to grease. I guess. If you know what I mean. Look, I don't know. All I'm saying is some things you can't explain with facts. None of us were there. Nope. We don't know what happened. I don't know shit. Not our business. But speaking about business, let's talk about what's best for business. What's best for business is right now, one word, four letters, free. Ah. Uh, free? What? Free. What? I said it's free. What? For a month. What? The WWE Network. What? I said the WWE Network. What? Free for a month. What? No commitment. What? It means you can cancel when you want. What? Cancel when you want. What? No commitment. What? You know. What? <laughs> I, 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 I was gonna, really committed to those what? I was going to go somewhere, and I realized <laughs> this is a really deep hole. <laughs> what? <laughs> so... Vince is back, and he comes out with the authority. And in a nutshell, he basically says, Team Cena, Team Authority, if the authority loses, they lose power. I actually think that was, I, I, that was unexpected to me. I didn't see that coming. I didn't either. That's not, that, it was out of left field. But I did think, I did mention that they had to do something. Survivor Series is free this month, mm -hmm. just like we discussed. So it's got to be a huge main event, which is that's what that is. If you're trying to sell the network, mm -hmm. it's got to... This is what I feel like something... There's a big angle. It's This is a big angle. Either the begin... No, I think this is the beginning of a bigger angle. Because you want to start it here so you can keep everybody coming back for next pay-per-view, and the next pay-per-view, and the next pay-per-view. Right. So do you think this is the beginning of the uh, Authority versus Vince feud, or...? I don't know. I think it's going to be something that we didn't think of. I hope so. I think that, that they might be working on something that... I, I don't like to be close. Yeah. I like being off. I like watching something and being like, the fuck is this shit? Because if, if, <laughs> if we think of that shit sitting here, it's like, all right, well, why the fuck aren't we being paid for this? Yeah. Just, you know, like, hello, hi, hire us. I wrote all this already. You know? It's like, come on. They'd have no money because we're not, we're not the only bookers. <laughs> you know what I mean? They'd have to pay everyone. Uh, yeah. So Dean Ambrose is coming in. Uh, and... Yeah, he shakes Vince's hand. Vince shakes his hand. That was a good rub. That was pretty cool. After that, Cesaro had a match with Ambrose. Bray Wyatt was on the ramp in this, you know, little rocking chair. 
uh, disappears after the match is over. Mm -hmm. uh, Ambrose wins. Dirty Yeah, he won with the Dirty deed. So, after that, they do a backstage segment with uh, Randy Orton. Now, I don't know about you, but this is the best, best shit for Randy Orton. I agree. Um, his promo, matter of fact, his promo work last week, I think, was fantastic. This week was very good. Last week, um, I think probably just because it it seemed so from out of nowhere, which we gotta start expecting from Randy come from out of nowhere, which it in particular RKO's, but his promo work last week compared to the week before was so far off the charts that this week. We kind of knew to expect that, so it's like, eh. Yeah. But it's still very good. I'm very happy that I like Orton again. At this point in the show, Triple H was texting him. Because mm -hmm. the stakes are high. Vince told him his tie was crooked. He's fucking nervous. <laughs> he doesn't know what the fuck to do. So, he needs Orton. He wants Orton out there because he's the best. Steph's like, that guy's a dick. He doesn't listen. Mm -hmm. Do you know what he did? He did to the leader of the authority team. He RKO'd him. Dude. He's going to have to get over it. I, I love how some, just the, the dynamic of Vince McMahon saying your tie is crooked just fucks Triple, Triple H's head up. Also, because that's real life. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what really happens. Like, he deals with that on a daily basis. Like, why is your tie crooked, damn it? Did you... Did you sneeze? We all know Uncle Vince <laughs> doesn't like sneezing. It's a sign of weakness. It's been well documented. Yes. Ask Paul Heyman. Uh, I know how much you enjoy this gimmick. But we had The Miz... With Miz Dow versus Inuso. And I don't care which one, it doesn't matter. Because, yeah, it doesn't. Uh, Miz wins with a distraction from Miz Dow. Mm -hmm. um, Miz gets thrown into the ring, and then Miz Dow goes into the ring, too. Stunt double. Because, you know, he's mimicking him the whole he's time. Gotta get he gets there. pulled out of the ring, gets super kicked, which gets heat to, one of, to the Uso that kicked him in the face. Of course. So he, that was big heat, too, I remember. Yeah, they were pissed. <laughs> I was pissed. <laughs> What are you, a bully? This is doing his job. <laughs> and the other Uso, whatever the fuck his name was, he was trying to make fun of Mizdow by doing the shit himself yeah. that his brother was doing. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. Now, it, what would have made it good is if, like, for example, when the Uso had Miz in a headlock, if the Uso outside had Mizdow in a headlock. Sure. That would that would have been entertaining. But otherwise, you're just being stupid. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I think it's fine. Keep going. Giggity. Then you had Sheamus versus Tyson Kidd. Mm -hmm. With Natty around there. Uh, Sheamus won. Is what I thought he would do. As soon as I saw the match start, mm -hmm. Mike, alright, Sheamus is going to bro kick him in the face. Game over. But, Tyson Kidd won via count out by using... Swerve. Yeah, that, that threw me off. By using Natty as a shield. When the match started, I uh, JBL's like, I don't think it's when it started, but it was in the middle. But 
back the note, the line that he said, and I quote, mm -hmm. Daddy needs to get her husband out of there. <laughs> uh, JBL is great. He's been on fire lately. And what I think is fantastic is it's really obvious. Nobody's watching main event. No, Nobody's watching SmackDown. Vince is not watching anything. Because the shit that they say, the shit they get away with saying on SmackDown, it's amazing. Well, again, it's, well it is. It, it, it adds entertainment value. You know, because it's like they're real people. Yeah, you had said while we were watching that, um, well, first of all, you mentioned how Cole and JBL are two color commentators compared to, <coughs> uh, what the fuck's his name? Uh, Toast. White Bread. Yeah. Compared to White Bread's, um, play-by-play -play guy, or whatever the fuck they want to call him now. And you had said that they're a better announced team than Raw. Which, you know, I mean, I, I attributed to King being old and just his gimmick is tired. We know what he's, he's going to say. Yeah, he's, you know, he's losing, you know, you, you get older, you get some miles on you. His one-liners aren't cute anymore. You're there every Monday night. Yeah. You know, for years. Years. Not so much I'm tired of him. I just his material has gotten in years. Worse. Yeah, in years. Long time. <laughs> A lot of years. But yeah, I think this uh, Tom Phillips is that it? Yes, that's the guy. That's the that's the that's the local. His haircuts plain. His suits plain. You should do the Michael Cole and get a soul patch. I don't know. If, I think he might make that not cool. Because Michael Cole made it cool. He made it cold. <laughs> uh, so, for some reason, the authority wants Dolph Ziggler on their team, like, really bad. I think more so they don't want... They don't want him. Anyone. They don't want anyone to see his team. Well, that doesn't make any sense. He's going to get somebody on... He's going to get people on his team. Here, here, Yeah, but here's their mentality. Um... Anyone that wants to be on Cena's team wants the authority out of power. So simple as that. Yeah, with us or against us. And Kane said that ended up saying that on SmackDown, sort of, as you mentioned, you're either next us or against us. He kind of said that basically. So yeah, that's that's their uh, thinking here. So everybody shows up to try to bully him, I guess, into not joining Cena, offering him the whole world. Uh, Triple H. Like, they're going to get the whole world from Bray Wyatt. Yeah, like, he's got it in his hands. I know, right? He's, he's got this. I don't understand how they're going to take it from him. Good luck. He's got holograms. Apparently, he's magic. Yeah. Uh, he's got the, the lantern smoking now. What the hell is that? I know it's dry ice, but... Come on, man. He blows out an electric lantern. That's power. Whoa. You rub this fucking mirrors! <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's... Triple H gives props to Ziggler about being the hardest working guy in the back. He said it. Just stroking his ego at that point. And, uh, even alluded to, uh, John Cena being part of the reason that Dolph Ziggler's not getting anywhere. Oh, well, yeah. That he'd be better off if John Cena wasn't there. That John Cena is the glass ceiling. 
I, I could see that. Like, if you want to take this from a legit standpoint, then yes, it's true. Because everyone above you, theoretically, is in the spot you want to be in. You always want to be higher on the card. So, it's just a matter of, they have to be removed somehow. They either got to piss someone off, or be looked at as fragile, or get hurt, or whatever. You can tell from this that uh, Dolph Ziggler, he had his lines written for him. Yeah. You know, the only thing he's got to even say, because at first I was excited, great in-ring segment with Dolph Ziggler, he's going to get to talk, this is going to be great. No. I want you gone. Basically told him he wants him gone. That's all we got from him. Yeah. He is so much better on the mic than that. He needs to... They need to... I mean, I understand that it's the major storyline right now. It is. But allow the guy to speak. They That's want, how you add layers. You have plenty of time. They want to make sure that he goes exactly where the storyline is supposed to go for this week. Because if he starts really speaking his mind, maybe he'll fast forward shit. Maybe he'll get too far along. He'll start saying shit that they want him to say next week. He'll hold... He won't hold back enough. I think he can come up with shit. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, who's who's in, who's in charge? I'm in charge. Of Raw? Yeah. Of the storyline? I'm what's best for business. Nice to meet you, Mr. McMahon. I wish. He's in charge. How come Vince doesn't have his picture in everybody's office? Vince, that's a great idea. If you're listening, you should put your picture in everybody's office. He doesn't have time to look at fucking pictures. He's busy fucking writing and... Surprise monthly inspections. Making sure that your uh, Vince McMahon pictures are on display. He's busy working out and sleeping with his eyes open. Shit. Anyway, uh, back on to Raw. They had an IC title match for Seth Rollins. Because fuck you. That's why. <laughs> Randy Orton, from out of nowhere. Because fuck you, Rollins. Yep. Uh, Rollins was about to win the title with the curb stomp. But uh, Randy Orton dropped that down. Uh, Orton goes to the back. This is when that promo occurs. Mm -hmm. Where uh, Orton is irate. And uh, Triple H decides to give Orton a pep talk that the battle lines have been drawn. It's going to be, he wants to go to war. Scorched earth, I believe the terms were used. Which, why? Why Why is this, why are we going to war? Is this because, why is this so serious? Because uh, the authority. He doesn't even have a team yet. He doesn't have a team yet. But the authority didn't see this coming. I see. But, stop me if I'm wrong. Doesn't the authority make the rules? Yes. Can't they add stipulations? Of course. What's the problem? problem is they're heels and they haven't thought of that yet. Hmm. I hope you're right. <laughs> I really do. Uh, Titus O'Neil can't spell winning. Because he's coming out and he spelled it wrong. He spelled, he spelled his name. I didn't get that. What does that mean? Nah, he does on NXT too. He wants NXT to be renamed NXTITUS. And that's not fucking clever. At next Titus? Next to this. Next to this. I don't think that's what he's looking for. No. 
No, 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 no. Uh, speaking of which, Ryback crushes him. Uh, during this time, the Authority are watching it on the monitors in the back. And uh, scouting talent, um, which you'll probably mention later. Big Show is in the back. Uh, he cuts a promo. Uh, basically, in a nutshell, I'm going to s- summarize this for you guys in case you don't know what's going on between Big Show and Mark Henry. Uh, Big Show is actually really upset because Mark Henry has been to Big Show's house and he's eating his food. Now, I don't know if you guys understand this, but the Big Show likes to eat. No. And he doesn't have a lot of money, remember that. Right, because the Authority bought his house. That's right, the Authority (laughs) bought his house. So, Mark Henry, knowing this, has been to Big Show's house and has eaten his food. If not all of his food. Because if you look at Mark Henry, I believe the reason that he turned on Big Show is because he was hangry. (laughs) Now, explain to our listeners, hangry. Hangry is the combination of being hungry and angry. Together. It's a bad combination. You look at Mark Henry, he's not the world's strongest man. He's the world's hangriest man. Which means you can't trust him. That's right. There can never be another... Don't trust Mark Henry. Mm. Ever. He can fake cry really easy. Mm -hmm. Okay? That was awesome. Yeah. I believed him. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Henry and Show fought. Show won by disqualification because Henry hit him with the steps. Mm -hmm. And then proceeded to give him the world's strongest slam onto the steps. Uh, I think it's implied that Big Show's joining uh, Team Cena. He mentioned it, I think, to Renee because, you know, the authority are bullies. And it makes sense that he's going to be on Team Cena. I mean, he was, he was anti-authority before. Mm-hmm. After the match, Mark Henry proceeds to give Big Show a uh, That's What I Do shirt. He just puts it on top of him. <laughs> and he's just screaming, That's What I Do! That's what I do, because that's what he does. That is what he does. Screams, that's what I do. It's like, everybody have this. Then we get uh, Emma versus Brie with AJ on commentary. I'm sorry, uh, Nikki. I don't know why I said... Emma versus Nikki? Yeah, I think it was Emma versus Nikki. AJ was on commentary. Um, Brie was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Nikki had Brie attack AJ at ringside. Yeah, she just slapped her, This was post-match. Nikki won the match. Yeah, she like slapped her. She yeah. then AJ shoved her down, and then ran after Nikki, and Nikki's all like, "I got big titties." Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> you know, I gotta say, man. Uh, look, I there's a reason I'm not in the business. I can't handle the training. Mm-hmm. I saw that video. Um, <laughs> He's scared. But the amount of time that Nikki has spent. In the business, I think she should be further along in her ring work. I agree. I think she spent more time um, deciding what cups to buy, if you know what I mean. Oh. Then she did, yeah. Some enhancement talent, if you will. Her and her boyfriend were were buying buying some cups. Some enhancement talent for for the twins. It just bugs me that they job out actual talent to her. That Emma's great in the ring. Not in WWE. 
in NXT, she was fantastic. They just don't have t- that kind of time for a Divas match. That is true. In WWE. I, I watched, We're lucky we get what we get. I know. I watched uh, NXT this week. Um, Charlotte and Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe this was last week because I watched like three episodes this week because I just haven't been up to date. Charlotte versus Sasha Banks. Great match. It went like 14, 15 minutes. Good enough. That's like pay-per-view length in WWE terms. It is. That's the best way to get them ready. Even even the Divas match on pay-per-view, they'll get, if you're lucky, 8 to 10 minutes. What gets lost in the transition? Is it the time? (laughs) It's it's definitely the time because um, I think it was... uh, Someone said in an interview, it might have been Trish or Lita, that the less time you have, the less time you have for actual ring psychology. It, that's why, you know, a lot of matches start with just a kick to the stomach, and then they're in position for something. Wow, I just realized about 50-70% of the Divas matches start out with a kick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- there's no collar and elbow tie-up, no jockeying for a position. It's, it's look, huh, kick. Or uh, run at them and claw at them. Yeah. The, the, the face slam into the mat mm-hmm. repeatedly a hundred times. Yeah, and the, you, the, the mound and grab the hair and slam the head on the mat. And yeah. That's, they got nothing on Paige's savage knee strikes. I know. Those are great. She hasn't done that in a week or two. Yeah. Did you, did you catch that part where uh, Rowan was being creepy with Renee? Rowan? Oh, yeah, that was great. He's like... You're pretty. <laughs> he had new little new accessory by Rowan. Did you notice he had uh, like a little cap thing on one of his fingers? I didn't notice that. Mm-hmm. I guess it's the whole. Uh, I think it was his uh, pointer finger. Hmm. When he when he stroked um, the city master's girlfriend's face. You better watch out. I know. Uh, it's funny because Ambrose is feuding with Bray, and Rowan is touching his girlfriend. I think it's a coincidence. I think you're reading too much into it. It's not public knowledge. I am. I just think it's a, it's an amusing coincidence. Uh, we have Rusev versus Ryder. Who cares? Uh, that ghost offer participation really does make Rusev look stupid. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't get it. But, like, I don't know if, if that's an official WWE-sanctioned shirt, but did you see the shirt that has that? It's just no. a plain black shirt, and it's got the star hanging down from the neck. There's no way that's proved. I didn't even know he had merchandise. I don't know. But yeah, I, I seen some people online wearing it. I think it's Halloween costumes, so maybe... I don't know. They had a backstage uh, with uh, Lana and Steph uh, basically trying to see about um, maybe joining up with them. Mm-hmm. All I know is Stephanie McMahon Offered to scratch her back if she scratched hers. I'll watch that. And I, I wrote that down. I'm down. I'll pay forty nine ninety five for that. Fuck the network. Yeah, man. I'll, you know <laughs> what? Keep the network, and I'll give the forty nine. <laughs> uh, but seriously, <clears throat> Los Matadors pinned the WWE Tag Team Champions again. Why are they on even on TV? Seriously, why are they pinning them? To jump ahead a second. Why are they wrestling? Los Matadores pinned the tag champs on Raw. Twice. Twice. 
Was it on Raw twice? I don't know. I only remember They once. had two pinfall victories on them. So on SmackDown, the Usos get a title shot because they have been losing. But one Uso pinned one, pinned Cody, pinned Stardust, sorry. One Uso pinned Stardust in a singles match. And of course that qualifies them for a tag title shot, right? Because WWE logic, look, I don't care what you do. Make let it make sense. Just let it make sense. I wonder if they ever just say an idea and say it again back. <laughs> just think about what you just said. Think about this idea you have. I think they they write for Tuesday without looking at what they did Monday. Maybe is it one writing team for both or just two? Honestly, it doesn't matter. That's true. The, you know, the left hand and the right hand need to know what the other's doing. That's it. It's, it's, I, don't it. Know. I, I learned that in kindergarten. Why don't they know this? I, I don't know, man. Uh, apparently, we don't know shit, according to Triple H. So now we have the main event, which is Orton versus Rollins to settle things. Mm-hmm. You know, hug it out. Yeah. Make things cool with the authority. And Triple H told him after the match, it's over. Just pick them up, pat each other on the back, and that's it. It's over. That's it. Call it a day. But does that happen? No, it doesn't happen. Rollins does get the victory. Clean, mine, I add. Turns the RKO into a backslide. Which, which I, was I interesting. Didn't, I didn't think he was going to win that way. It was a backslide, really? Yeah. You know, when you... Put the, yeah, I, I know what a backslide is. I, just, I don't remember. I was paying attention. Plus, I wrote it down. That's good. Uh, uh, Triple H is like, you know, hey, come on, man. It's over. It's over. Mm-hmm. So, Randy Orton goes and he shakes Jamie Noble's hand, says some stuff to him. Same thing to Mercury. Mm-hmm. Skips over Rollins, goes to Kane, shakes his hand. And him and Rollins, I think they do shake hands. And then he RKO's him. Yeah. From out of somewhere. And did he throw the, the, the guys out of the ring? Or did he RKO with them too? I think they came at him and he tossed him. Yeah. And then Triple H got in the ring. And I thought I thought Randy Orton was going to RKO Triple H. But instead he just knocked so, him uh, down. Yeah. Which I guess is fine. A little stiff knockdown too. Yeah. You don't want to do that so early. You want to save that. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I thought it was pretty well done. Um, he was going to punt Rollins. He wanted to punt him. That was, it. that was when Triple H got That's him. That's when Triple H got he him. He grabbed him. That's right. It's good to remember things. And I, of I, course, Stephanie told him to handle it. Yeah. And Triple H... It looked like he was having trouble. Like, he didn't want to do it. Does he? But then he washed his hands. Because he, he knows one's a, a blue chipper, but... If he's if he's not gonna play by the rules, then he's doing more harm than good. If he's if he's attacking his fellow teammates or team captain, and they actually uh, tried to they offered Orton, well, they made Orton co-captain, co-captain, which was dumb. Triple H knows Randy Orton, and he knows he wasn't gonna go for that. That being said, 
That's why he went the route he did. Because he knows if he doesn't put Randy Orton down, he's going to be a huge problem for him going forward. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait to see when Orton comes back. Uh, I hope he keeps the same fire and intensity because this is the best Orton we've seen in, I'll say, two or three years at least. When's the last time Orton was interesting? When he had Legacy. I was going to say, that feud with Kofi was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was pretty good stuff. And I can't believe they never went, they never took Kofi anywhere after that. It's, uh, they dropped the ball with him. They did, but maybe, maybe now with a new day. Maybe. It could be leading into something for them. We don't know. Um, I, I thought it was a nice touch, Rollins carrying uh, Mercury to the back. That was great. Uh, like, like, a, like a wounded brother. He carries it to the back. He should have been shaking his head more like, I'm fucking carrying my own security. What the fuck <laughs> is going on here? That's, that, that's what it should have been. That just shows the respect he has for his fellow authority brothers. Far time. That's right. Um, I, I do have a note from the Rusev versus Sheamus match that Sheamus was getting Cena-type reaction for a little while. For a little bit. There was let's go Sheamus, Sheamus sucks chance going. I heard that. Like, neither side was as vocal as uh, for Cena, but... Of course, but... I think everyone's just starting to see what we see in that he's boring as a face. He was a great... He was a, We've said it a hundred times. He's a great heel when he first debuted. Fucking kicking Lawler in the face. Yeah. That was actually before they they called it the bro kick. It was just... A kick, kick to the, the face, because yeah. that's what the fuck it is. That's, right. that's what it is. It's a kick of the face. That's all it is. It's a bicycle kick. You know what? Fuck. Like Luke Kang. I used to start every match with a bicycle kick. Forward, all you gotta... forward low kick? No, no, no. no. Kick. Old school. You just, oh. On uh, Genesis, you just hold B. Then as soon as it says fight, you let it go. Bicycle kick. Oh, I confused that one with the kick where he goes across the screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. That's what it is. My uh, bicycle kick does more damage. Yeah, I totally kill you more, Conrad. The, the, yeah, right now. Fatality. Uh, you done with the roster, Raw Notes? I'm done with the Raw Notes, Jabroni. Alright. Why don't you take us to the beautiful country of SmackDown? Before, before we officially get into my uh, little bit of SmackDown notes here, regarding this New Day thing. This is Xavier Woods' new gimmick. It is. Um, the theor- uh, what people are thinking or theorizing is that it's going to be the Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, Big E trio. A triumvirate, if you will. If you will. Um, it bugs me that they're using the Ernest the Cat Miller gimmick yet again. Now, they had Ernest the Cat Miller. They took what he was doing in WCW... They brought it over to WWE, and they didn't do anything with him. For whatever reason, it didn't get over. They did. They bought that Somebody Call My Mama song. Yeah, that too. For Brodus Clay to use. Yeah, well, they did that. They Brodus Clay has a Somebody Call My Mama. There was actually somebody else at between them that was using that song too. I just don't remember who it was. Did Xavier Woods use it for a while? No. Oh. Well, only because he had taken over for Brodus. And Brodus... Left and Funkadactyls broke up, and I think Naomi still uses it. No, I don't know what the fuck she. She uses. might. I don't know. <clears throat> When's the last time you saw her wrestle? A 
week ago. Did she actually come out to music, or was she in already in the ring? You're asking me to remember. The fact that I remember her wrestling a week ago should be enough. Either way. I didn't expect that to go further than it did. Sorry. You <laughs> tricked me. I trusted you. Either way, now the whole thing where, because um, Ernest Cat Miller in WCW had, I don't remember her name, but he had this woman where after his match, he'd be doing the oh my god, oh my god thing. Down. Think James Brown, guys. Think James Brown. The exactly. Godfather of soul. Exactly. And she puts the cloak on him, and he comes out of it. And they, they did the exact same thing in that fucking Xavier Woods promo at the end. I think that's just a promo. I think we need to give it a shot. I think you're throwing dirt on it before you see it. They already... It doesn't matter don't if you know he, what they're doing. You're right. But if they... It doesn't matter if they do it in the actual gimmick. On TV, in front of a crowd. The fact that they did it for the promo, killing me. Do you don't think they're just doing that to throw you off the scent? I don't know. It's a possibility, right? It's possible. Alright, I have another question which I'll ask later. Oh, that we'll discuss. Don't tell me you have a question and then you're going to ask me later. I'm asking now? Yeah. Okay. Why haven't they pulled the trigger on Bray Wyatt yet? Why is he still beltless? Because Bray Wyatt does not need the belt. Bray Wyatt has a belt to hold up his pants. Okay. And that's a metaphor. But he, he's such a strong character, the fans are behind him in, like, whether they love him or hate him. Most of them love him, even though he's a heel, kind of. You know what it is? Look at, look at who's holding what. Okay, so you got Who Rusev. Rusev's... Exactly. You uh, can't put him against Ziggler. He, and could. right now, the feud is Dean Ambrose. Right, but... They just never... I don't recall them having the title on someone for him to really have good chemistry with. I mean, Sheamus has been United States champion for a while. Come on, you, um, the argument could be made for him. But I'm tired already. Don't mention Seamus. Intercontinental hmm. um, Champion Dolph Ziggler. I just don't... I see Bray Wyatt making Ziggler look way too weak. Bray Wyatt appears stronger than him. Yeah, well, Ziggler is the new king of overselling. So The, the thing is, the era of worlds, the man who has the whole world in his hands... There's only one title worth his time. So it's just is too he, so early. He's, he's gonna wait until after let's let's say after SummerSlam. Because think about it, if Roman's gonna win the title at WrestleMania, we either Brock's gonna hold it until WrestleMania, or Brock's gonna hold it until Rumble, Cena's gonna win it at Rumble and take it to WrestleMania. Roman Reigns wins it. I just don't see a Roman Reigns, John Cena. They're both faces. Right now. And They're never going to turn Cena. Why would you make Roman Reigns a heel? I don't know. Alright, so maybe they don't make either of them heel. But, let's say, uh, the other theory that um, someone uh, online had, where Cena will win... The title from Brock at the Rumble. 
and Rollins cashes in and wins. That's a lot more likely. And he'll take the belt into WrestleMania and then job out to Roman Reigns, which is I, I think is appropriate. Hmm. And it's, I mean, Seth Rollins is not ready. He's not world champion material. Period. He's not right now. You think he's ready to main event WrestleMania? No, I don't. Let me let me rephrase that. His in-ring work is very good. He's very entertaining in the ring. I don't see him selling a pay-per-view. I want like if if I didn't have the WWE network, which is only nine ninety nine a month, I don't see myself paying fifty dollars to watch him lose at WrestleMania. I don't care about him enough. No. He's not a threat. Yeah, like, you want to see him get what's coming to him, but then what? Yeah, he's... He's a good match. He sells really well. He takes some sick bumps. Remember that fucking TLC we went to? You know who sells very well? Dolph Ziggler. You don't take six six bumps? Dolph Ziggler. What are we doing here? Exactly. <laughs> no, exact, that's exactly the point. It's not main event material. He, to sell a pay-per-view, especially WrestleMania, you got to have the mic work. And I think everyone has to be interested. Exactly. And I, I think when our boy CM Punk was feuding with The Rock a couple years ago for WrestleMania, was that that was for That was like 28? the Rumble. He lost the belt at the Rumble. It was Rumble. Yeah, it was Rumble. Um, to The Rock, yeah, that's right. It was Rumble. When he was feuding with The Rock, that, um, that war of words went back and forth for uh, five or six weeks. Fantastic. Your arms are too short to, to box with, with God. God. That was fucking, I marked the fuck out. I, 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 I was jumping up and down and shitting myself at the same time. Fucking, I miss punk. Yeah. But that... That was it. That raised the bar. Now, if if you're fighting for the belt, you gotta be up there. You can't just be in ring work. You gotta be up there on the mic too. You do. It. it you just need it. It's why Muhammad Ali was a good draw. <laughs> so, a Bray Wyatt feud. All right. So right now, he doesn't need to be built anymore. But he is, I would say, the best. Supporting character they have. Yes, he he's got like an Undertaker thing going to him. A little bit, but I think that they shouldn't wait too long to give yeah, him a single spell. No, that goes without saying. All right, so that's that. SmackDown opened. We had cage match with the Dust Brothers versus the Usos, where tagging was required. I don't understand how that works. Like, isn't it just... So so if you don't tag, you can potentially get disqualified in what's otherwise a no-disqualification match. This made no sense to me. I don't know if the ref didn't get the memo. I don't know if... Did, did, did they not see the cage? I was just confused. I don't see the... What's the point of the cage? To keep people out? I don't... Because... It, Nobody's interfering in their matches. Maybe to prevent uh, twin magic. They don't look kinda. Like... The Usos. 
I don't know, man. I don't. Their faces. They don't cheat. They did a few, twice. Oh well, they're not supposed to cheat. I know. They suck. They I, just suck. I think they were just looking for a reason to put a fucking cage around the ring. And have Kane and Dolph use it later. Yeah, I guess use it twice instead of once. Get the money out of it, you know? Because mm -hmm. it's difficult to set up a cage, I guess. I guess. So, one of the Usos almost died. I don't remember. He was, oh, it was supposed to be, I think, a corkscrew moonsault off the top. Yeah. And I don't know if he slipped, but, like, he, like, fell on his head. Maybe he didn't get enough torque. I don't know what the fuck he didn't get, but he he probably got a concussion. He ended up tagging out, and then, like I mentioned, he wasn't moving for a couple minutes. Well, hopefully he's not concussed for his sake. Yeah. But I have here, Uso almost died. <laughs> but yeah, thankfully the dust's retained. All is well. All is right with the world, because Usos don't even deserve to be number one contenders anyway. No, they don't. Those Matadors, if anything. Ugh. It's like, do you want to jump in the pit of piranhas, or do you want the lions to get you? I fucking, I'll go with the lion. Or the bulls, if you will. Mm. Los toros. <laughs> Alright, so then we had the Kane promo, uh, which is where he said you're sort of either Nexus or against us. And that was where he challenged Dolph to the cage match. He's a good talker, man. Kane's a great talker. He's good. He's going to be a... Good politician in two years. I'll vote Kane. I will too. Glenn Jacobs, Libertarian. I'm gonna write Kane on the ballot. There you go. Uh, then we had Cesaro versus Ryback. Cesaro did the job again. Yeah, uh, Kane was talking about how he was looking for a certain superstar to join the authorities' team. Oh yeah, and, and Cesaro, Cesaro was like, "Of course it's me. I want to be on the team." <laughs> And then he's like, you're actually not the guy I was talking about, but maybe if you beat the guy, maybe we'll talk about it later. And now and comes uh, uh, right back, face back. Mr. Feed Me More. Well, I'm behind him, man. Wake up. I'm down. I like that. I like that they changed him back. I was, saying, I was saying before, he's like a lot of wrestlers, especially ones that have been around a while, they, they say they prefer to be a heel because as a heel, you, there's more you can do, there's more you can say. Jericho said that, I think, a couple yeah. times. Steve Austin. As a face, you usually have, you know, you're a little more hamstrung in that, you know, you, you, you can't go there in a promo, you know? But Ryback, I mean, he doesn't do promos anyway. As a heel, he just comes in and dominates and leaves, and that's boring. As a face, there's actually more interaction with the crowd than when he's a heel, and he's one of the few that's actually better as a face. And I don't ever really remember saying that. Hmm. But anyone. Anyway. You know what he should do if he wants to get more of a reaction? Uh, he could do kind of like a, Like he could play to the crowd where he's like... Should I finish it now? Hmm. And they'll be like, yeah! <laughs> or he'd be like... Is it feeding time? It's like, yeah, it's feeding time! Or something like that. More I interaction. See Bro I can see Brock Lesnar guy doing that. Sure. Yes. Or All right. he could do like this. Something. Something. Like he's 
Yeah. Getting the meat hook ready. Mm. And they're like, yeah! You know. <laughs> just something I'll just throw out there. I'm sure they all try shit. Then we had uh, R-Truth versus Adam Rose. Do I do a hanging vertical? Yeah! Because he turned the hanging uh, vertical into the... The, 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 shell, the shell, shell shot. Which looked a little awkward at first. Yeah. You try lifting that much man up. I I, I don't lift man. <laughs> I, I I just don't. True that. Giggity. All right, so I had our truth or is Adam Rose, and was it on was it on SmackDown last week that um this kind of got started? Um, yes. Leading into Halloween, our truth flat out said to Adam Rose that uh, the bunny is always upstaging him, and Adam Ro Adam Rose is like. What are you talking about with that fucking stupid fucking accent of his? I'm sorry, South Africans that are listening, but he sounds stupid. He wears makeup. He does, like, more than Taker. And there's just no excuse for that at that point. No, at least Taker's head is, like, giant, you know? <laughs> so, R-Truth versus Adam Rose, and R-Truth's making fun of Adam, Ro Adam Rose. Doing, he's doing the bunny hop in the ring. And the bunny gets up on the apron and he shakes his ass like our truce and everything. And Adam Rose gets distracted and gets rolled up by our truth. Good. I think everyone wins in this match because we had Bunny. And we had two jobbers in a match together. And it wasn't a tag match. And only one of them lost. And the one that sucks more lost. And then we saw a potent, uh, what could be leading to, if it wasn't already, a heel turn by Adam Rose. If that's not a heel turn, I don't know what is. The, 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 you shoved a guy in a bunny costume. You shoved the bunny. You shoved the bunny. Why? Then why didn't the Rosebuds react to him as, as if he was a heel? Because he, he's their ride. I guess. I've been there. You know, when, the, when someone's your ride, you gotta back them up no matter what. I guess. <laughs> I mean, look, I know about principles, uh -huh. but no one wants to take fucking public transportation. <laughs> it's Damn. terrible. He wants to be on the bus. Where were they this week? Who cares? Albany. Yeah, there's no fucking public transportation out there. Just to, to this university. And that's have to it. get more than one rent-a-car because there's so many of them. So that was that, and like he punished Bunny, and Bunny couldn't chill with the rosebuds on the way up the ramp. No, pretty sure that was Sami Zayn. Yeah, probably. Sami Zayn's great. If you haven't seen him on NXT, watch it's it's good. Shit. You can watch it for free on the WWE Network because it's free for November right. for new subscribers. Watch NXT, jeez. All right, so then we had the segment that I depended. On Dean Ambrose to save, which he did. And then Bray Wyatt came out. For, and he didn't catch Bray's hand. That's right. Because there was no physicality because Christian can't wrestle. Yeah. No more match. Ambrose basically said he has nothing to lose. He's crazy. Uh, there's shit inside his head that if Bray Wyatt wants to see it, he's welcome to it because it's fucking disturbing and all that shit. Bray Wyatt comes out. He's got nothing to lose. Yeah, Bray Wyatt comes out with a smoky lantern, tells him he has nothing to lose. He's like, but I'll heal you the way I healed Rowan and Harper. 
And he's like, huh? And he's like, so, uh, your dad sent you any postcards from prison lately? Because your dad's in jail. I guess. And that made Dean upset. So he went after him. And then in Bray Wyatt fashion, he disappears and somehow is behind him. And that was great. Which you knew right away because you kept hearing the kids, he's behind you, Dean. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, I did. Lo and behold, that's what was happening. You mean to tell me you don't feel that big man breathing down on your neck? Come on, man. Hey, you said how you heard him breathing into the mic. He's, yeah, he's like... <sighs> he's obviously out of breath. He's going to be huffing and I puffing I think it's his bit. rhythm, the way he does his thing. I pick up stuff like that. It's cool. I like it either way. Fucking creepy as hell. I love it. Then we had... Natty versus Summer Rae. I think this is a total diva storyline. Um, and Natty's husband was on commentary until JBL. Oh no, Michael Cole said that he should go support his wife. And he did, he tried. He did call him Natty's husband, too. Yes, it was great. Um, and he sent him, and he went to... He's like, come on, Natty. She's like, I got this. And, and Summer Rae countered and rolled her up. And I think that was Summer Rae's first solo win. It might not be. I think she's won before. It's a streak. It's a veritable streak. She's challenging Michael Cole. It was his streak at WrestleMania. Well, that's a different kind of streak. He's the only one undefeated at WrestleMania. Indeed. Edge was. Edge is. No, he's not. He lost to The Undertaker. Because it was for the world title. Uh, I blocked that out. I think I was there. Was that the one where he fought him? Or was that Batista versus Undertaker? Oh, that was a Which one. one was the one where Ric Flair retired? Because that's the one I went to. Ric Flair versus Michaels? Yeah, that's the one I went to. I don't remember. That was after... I also went to the Raw after it. I'm trying to remember. Who did Undertaker fight? I don't remember. It's too fucking late. I think it might have been Edge. But what adds? I'll check it out. Right. So then we have the soldier segment, which that, that bodysuit was pretty cool. Yeah. Great. Uh, support the troops. It's always good shit. America. You were surprised and slightly disappointed that Rusev didn't show up. I was. I was. Alright, look. That reminds me, we didn't talk about Rusev winning the U.S. title. We will. Look. Okay. Alright. I'm looking. I'm, I love America. Okay, I believe in the armed forces. My brother is a part of a part of that too. Mm-hmm. You know, he works for Uncle Sam. Shout out now. So, don't you think it would have been awesome if Rusev attacked that guy? He should have at least cut a promo on him, or Lana should. Lana should have at least cut a promo. That should have... They, oh, the opportunity. So much heat. I'm talking about throwing food heat. I'm talking about people not worried about getting thrown out of the arena because they're throwing shit at that guy. <laughs> oh, man. It just shows the climate we're in. If this was 20 years ago, oh, fucking, that, that dude would so get clotheslined. If this was... 14 years ago, even. Oh, man. So good. Unfortunately, once 9-11 happened, everyone got a lot more sensitive. All right. 
maybe not clothesline him. Let's an accolade. All right, if you just put him in the <laughs> accolade, you know, in his little robot suit, just ah. put him in a Boston crab, make like he's selling knee injuries that he can't feel. Exactly. He can't walk already. They and put him in Boston crab, it'll be like. Does this hurt? There's something really wrong about this conversation. <laughs> You're fucked up. You're <laughs> fucked up. Whatever. All I'm saying is they 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 missed a golden opportunity. <laughs> he should he should have cut a promo. At least. Then we had the main event about Barrick is being weak for using machines to stand up. Yeah. That's said something about Americans being lazy before. Yeah. We are lazy. I am. So then we have the main event. Uh, Dolph vs. Kane in the cage. Couple interesting spots. Uh, towards the end in particular. With um, Dolph hanging. And then like uh, Kane hit him with the cage. And Dolph, the cage door I mean. And Dolph like landed on the cage door. And you thought Kane was going to get out. Somehow, for you, some reason, I thought Kane was just going to do the smart thing. You thought that was the finish. But, um, Kane was on his way out, and Dolph shimmied, and he got hold of the top, and he kicked the door into Kane. Kane this was fine. Heads inside, and he's shimmying a little more, and he fucking kicks the door into Kane again, and jumps off, and Dolph wins. I'm glad he won. But how many cage matches has Kane been in? I'd imagine a lot. 42 and a half. I'd imagine it's more than five. Probably. He's a veteran. You'd, it's just a lot of things that happened in that match that was just dumb. Especially towards the end. He's a big dumb heel. I, he's, I, don't, I don't think he's dumb though. You don't have his title by not being smart. Cocaine? Cocaine. He's so well-spoken. He's obviously intelligent. Oh, yeah, definitely. Eh. Yeah, whatever. It's just nitpicking. I don't could be a dick about it. Good main event, though. Zigzag still sucks, though. Only because Jericho said it does. You didn't... You never said a word about it until Jericho... He invented it! What do you want me to do? Jericho invented it? Sure. No, he invented me not liking it. Oh. Because I only recently started actually looking at the move. It's like you're putting a little bit of your weight on him and helping him fall down. Like he slipped. If you ask me, it's worse than the big dumb boot. I I don't... Yeah, because the dumb boot, at least you're getting kicked in the face. That hurts. (laughs) You know... You you would think. You know, you get kicked in the face. Maybe you get your nose broken. You know, maybe it, it, it moves from the right... You know, but mm. come on, guys. <laughs> try a little harder. Just I'm such an asshole. What do you mean, try a little harder? Wrestling's hard. You see the video? <laughs> I did. That wasn't wrestling, though. Was Just training. to get in. Yeah. You want to make sure you're not it's all about cardio. Out. It's all about cardio. You don't want to get gassed. I think that's why Ryback's matches are short. Eh. Feed me. He's hungry. He wants to get back to catering. Yeah. Yeah, with Zack Ryder. Fandango. I think mostly Fandango. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, because he's, he's a fucking catering. He's the new catering guy. Yeah. Gotta remember that. I wonder if they're repackaging him. 
it. Bring back Tony Curtis, right? Is that his name? Tony, yeah, Tony Curtis. I think it was Tony Curtis. Curtis. Johnny, Johnny Curtis? Johnny Curtis. Johnny Curtis, right? I think so. Whatever with the literal fucking things. Whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah, he had that, that, oh, that was bad. That fucking thing he was doing. He's like, sp he spilled milk out. He's like, no, okay. he's crying. You don't spill milk. Yeah, right? I'll be debuting soon. Like, that was dumb. Yeah, that is dumb. Let's talk about next week for a minute. Sure. They're in the UK. Let's ignore the whole disaster of them not launching the network. Isn't and then the Fandango thing popular in the UK? I have no idea. I mean, they probably just saw it. But, you know, whatever. That's their fault. I'm just saying... I want, like, Seamus should get a rematch for the U.S. title. Mm -hmm. Was he even on SmackDown? He wasn't on SmackDown. He's licking his wounds. Seamus should get a rematch. Um, Wade Barrett's got to show up. And I will mark the fuck out if William Regal shows up. I think they got to pull out the stops. I'll, I'll be a happy camper. You know what? I think he. I think he might be on SmackDown. Maybe they'll give Finley a match. I doubt it. And I doubt more it likely too, to see Regal show up, but I doubt it too. But man, oh, if they do Regal versus Finley, I think Regal's gonna be on SmackDown because uh, he's doing. He's doing. He has some kind of show across the street from SmackDown that he's doing. Hmm. So that's cool. So that's. WWE this week. Yeah. Great Raw. Okay Smackdown. Some of it didn't make sense, but we had JBL talking shit. Uh, was lacking a lot of page this week? Yeah. Had AJ. That's fine. Oh. So that's it. Once again, thanks for listening. If you want to... Hit us up. I am at Rich the Riz on Twitter. Jerry here is at Basement Jer on the Twitter. You can find uh, the show itself at Basement Bookers, also on the Twitter. Facebook, Basement Bookers. We're working on a MySpace. I promise we'll get it up soon. We'll there is no MySpace. <laughs> there will never be a Basement Bookers MySpace page. I'll, I'll fucking make it, goddammit. <laughs> And um, subscribe on iTunes too. Subscribe on iTunes. Review on iTunes. Review on iTunes. Tell your friends. Listen to us on Stitcher. We're gonna sound better there. I promise. Tell Probably. your friends. More the merrier. Join the party. All right. On that creepy note, uh, we will talk to you next week. <laughs>